Hello, and welcome to The Fast and the Fictitious. This podcast series is produced and recorded by high school juniors and seniors producing a college literature credit from Suella Technical Community College in Lake Charles, Louisiana during the fall 2023 semester. The course itself is live streamed five days a week to seven different area high schools as one of Calcasieu Parish School Board's virtual instruction program dual enrollment courses. The idea behind this podcast is for students to have a discussion about big ideas or big issues. Each episode has an anchor text, a short story from a variety of authors, ranging from Ernest Hemingway to Kate Chopin to David Foster Wallace and everyone in between. Using the short story as a guide, each pair of students touch on a variety of topics. Sometimes they do a little critical analysis of the assigned text. Often they talk about larger social or personal issues. In each case, the discussion is open and honest. The hope is that these students will have thought deeply about the issues and topics and that the current and future listeners, whether students or not, will gain some insight into the anchor text as well as do a little self-examination of their own lives, thoughts, and feelings. In this episode, Kalia and Jordan discuss David Foster Wallace's Good People, a short story about a young couple facing a huge decision. Along with some insightful analysis of the story, the pair also hit on topics such as, can we tell if others or ourselves are good people? How much guilt factors into our decision-making? How to define selflessness? Is guilt a necessary evil? Can a person be good? And conversely, can a person be bad? The utility of considering other people's thoughts in our decision-making. What is entitlement and when is it unhealthy? Are we truthful when we say we think about the feelings of others? How far do good intentions go? Good deeds versus good intentions. Finding the good in someone versus bringing out the good in someone. Being self-aware and not self-absorbed. Is morality objective or subjective? Do we need religion to have morality? What do we base our morality on? Effort behind intentions and so much more. We hope you enjoy. Leah, how are you doing today? I'm, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. A uh, wonderful night to talk. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say so. Well, um, let's let's go ahead and, and jump right into it. David Foster Wallace, good people. Um, right. Anything you want to start with? Yeah. So I want to ask you, who in your life do you think is like a good person? Man, being a good person is solely based on opinions most times. And I have a very high opinion of most of the people in my life, you know, um, but if I had to pick one, like one really good person, uh, right off the bat, I think of my older brother, you know, he's always, no matter what, been there for me, uh, been there for people I know, pe everybody that he knows. Um, and honestly, there, it, it doesn't, it doesn't get much more deeper than, somebody that you love and you've been around your whole life being able to look up to them you know and that i could i could ask the same for you who 
do you feel is I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say the greatest person, but who do you feel is a really good person in your life? Who positively affects you the most? Hmm. I mean, I know her because I live with her, so I'd have to say my mom. Um, and I mean, like a lot of people like the motherly thing that she does for like me and my dad, she like schedules appointments and she gets the groceries and all that good stuff. And so something like I noticed with both of our people is like what they do for others, like their selflessness. Um, so that kind of, that question kind of wanted me to get us thinking about how like what makes a good person and like like what is our our standard for like why these people are so good and i i love the word that you used right there selflessness um i think that goes a, a very long way you know being able to take into account what other people think or feel and being able to make sure that the best outcome possible happens in any given scenario i think that's a prime example of selflessness and um, going off of that, I want to ask you, um, what do you think in this story about uh, Lane Dean? Do you think he's being more selfish or does he have more of a selflessness air to him whenever he's thinking of the whole situation in his mind? Um, I think he's being human. Uh, he's thinking a lot about himself and like, am I a good person? Am I a good person? But he's also thinking about Sherry and he's like, I don't want to force her to do anything. I just want her to be there for her. And he like, he wants the best for her. But I think he's definitely thinking about himself. But if I were in his position, I think I'd do the same, you know? And yeah, like as the saying goes, it's only human. You know, um, right. human people, uh, the human mind is... A, a very complex thing. You know, you can never truly gauge what somebody's thinking or feeling. And I, I'm not too, I'm not too sure exactly if I was thinking about it at first and I felt like Lane was being selfish, you know, especially as he said, he, he felt like he was forcing it on Sherry, forcing the, this whole scenario, but then he thought back on it and thought, how does it make her feel? And mm -hmm. I think that is something that a lot of people try to accomplish, but sometimes it doesn't go the right way. You know, everybody likes to say that they think about others and think about others' feelings, but I think it, it's, it's a very rare thing to come by, especially as our day and age grows and society changes more and more often. Yeah. So are you saying like, so you're saying like good intentions don't really go far. I think, that's... I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah. And yeah. I, it's, it's just something I've noticed. Uh, it, it happens to me. Sometimes it's happened to me before I've had good intentions, but it, it, it doesn't really spring out, you know? So can good, like can good intentions, but no good deeds, like does that make someone not really a bad person, but not so much of a good person to you? Personally, uh, it, it's the thought that's there. You know, sometimes we don't always have the power to help. 
and and we don't always have the power to take these problems away from people even if we want to um finding the good is one thing but bringing out the good is another and it's not something that is very easy to accomplish you know yeah i agree um before we started recording i looked up like the dictionary uh, definition of good just to kind of get an idea and i found it funny um because it, it says good to be desired or approved of which um i don't know if i agree with that definition because if something is to be desired or approved of well by whose standard you know like in some in some like eras in some parts of the world something that's approved of or or desired it may not be good in like in my eyes you know so like what do you think about that wow that that's a, that's a real big eye opener you know putting it that way uh i didn't even know that there there was a straight up definition for the word good and it it was so down to a t like that but i i think i'm with you I'm not entirely sure if I agree with that because uh, that makes it seem very interpretive. You know, it's that makes it seem like it's in the eye of the beholder. If I think something is good or someone is good and you don't, then is it really good? Uh, and I, th I think that begs the question that I want to ask you. What do you... How do you think it's best to try and be a good person? What are some things that you could do or I could do that people could do to be a good person in your eyes and your definition? Yeah, in my eyes, I just think like being a good person, you, it definitely does come from a place of selflessness um like you gotta make sure that what you're doing isn't hurting other people um whether you mean it to or not because like we said good intentions doesn't always mean good deeds but um that is that's really hard question uh because you can i feel like you can never really truly be good to everybody um i mean somebody's got some vendetta against everybody you know no one's ever perfect in everybody's eyes what about you I mean, you know, just just like uh, we said earlier, we were talking about uh, with the good intentions versus good deeds. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. If somebody wants to be good, there's certain things that they could be doing and there's certain things about themselves that they can change. Um, I think I, I completely agree with you. Selflessness is a good example. Somebody who's very selfless, in my opinion, has a better chance of being a good person but I, I really think it's about how hard you try to get your good intentions across because I could sit here and I could be like that elderly lady looks like she needs some help crossing the street and that that's good of me to think that and good of me to want to go help but if I just sit there in my nice chair at the coffee shop and watch her go along and she falls on the street or something, and I still don't do anything. I'm not a good person, no matter if I had the good thought or not. Now, if I try to go help her and I can't, uh, she's already crossed the street. I, I feel like that helps a little bit. 
And going along that line, while we're still talking about, in our opinions, what makes people good, do you feel as though you're a good person? I know this is a very big question, but in yeah. your own opinion, do you think that you're a good person? Um, God, that's a deep question. Um, most of the time. I mean, I'm with myself 24-7. I'm always in my head, always overthinking things, running back over things that I did or didn't do for people. Um, and so most of the time I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm a pretty de decent person. I think I, uh, I, I try to look out for people and not, you know, be a, be a bad person, but I, I'm human. I make mistakes. I say things that I shouldn't say to people or, you know, like snap at people. Um, but I'm not sure, like, that's hard to say because when does a person, when does so much bad taint the good? <clears throat> And the person not good, you know? Yeah, I, I I can definitely see what you're saying. And I really like the way you put that. Um, which also brings me to this point. Um, in the story, Good People, Lane talks about how he feels like forcing it on her. And even though he thought about it and she thought about it and they prayed, he still felt like forcing it on her was awful and wrong of him he the story says quote he told her that he did not know what to do that he knew if he was the salesman of it and forced it upon her that he was awful and wrong but he was trying to understand they prayed on it and talked through it from every different angle so in in this instance in that scene in your mind would you see Lane Dean as more of a good person or a bad person? Um, let's see. I think I don't I don't know. I'm not so sure I agree at all with the term good person. Um, like I said earlier, I think he was I think he's trying. I think this like you said, like you think the, the thing about being a good person is trying. I think he definitely is trying um, to, to make the good decision here. Maybe he's not so much a good person. Like there's not so much of a concept of a good person, but the concept of doing good. Um, and I think that's what he's trying to do. Do you? Um, that's... That's a really good way to think about it. Um, yeah, go, going back to the intentions, he's got the intentions, he's trying, but in in this specific scenario, um, especially with how much we are, how good of a description we're given of Lane's feelings, I'm not I'm not really sure if good person would be the label that I would give to Lane, uh, because the from the context that we're given he seems to have had a lot of time to think about this he and she both mm -hmm. and we're we're given a bigger insight into how lane feels and what lane's thinking and i'm not exactly sure if at this point in time if i were trying to be a good person i'm not sure if i would be thinking the way he is i feel like at this point if i was a good person 
I, I wouldn't have at all tried to force anything onto her or, or brought anything up to her. And, and that's, that all goes with personal opinions on different subjects, especially this subject. It, it's a very touchy subject um, right. by which I think we can infer is abortion. You know, mm-hmm. it's as, as a good person, I don't think that it's up to me or Lane or any other guy necessarily if a woman wants to have an abortion. I don't think it's up to Lane to tell Sherry what he wants necessarily. Right. You know, whether he's trying to be a good person or not, he's trying to be there for her, but I think he's doing it in the mm-hmm. wrong way. That doesn't make him a good person. Okay. So that's an interesting parallel because we said earlier like good intentions but no deeds equals not a good person so you're saying here he doesn't have the best intentions but he's trying to do the good deeds and that does not make him a good person either so basically you you need to have both and he doesn't yeah interesting essentially i i feel like He's trying a little bit, but he's not trying enough. And I don't think he's trying the right way. You know, I think okay. he's putting more, str- it, it seems like he's putting more stress on Sherry in the context of the story. And I don't think that's the right way to go about it. I don't think that's what a good person would try to do. This is all subjective though. You know, mm-hmm. what What do you think? Um, About Lane's character? Yes, ma'am. Uh, I don't know. As, I mean, I've never, I'm just trying to put myself in his shoes. I feel for him. Like, I understand what you mean about him trying to, like, not be the salesman to get Sherry to go either way. Um, And I agree with you on that. But also, I feel like this man is sitting on this park bench having a full-on existential crisis. Like, he's thinking about all kinds of things. Eight pages of just stream of consciousness from Lane. And a lot of the things that he brought up, I, like, really identified with. And um, I'm not sure him going back and forth was him not being a good person. But uh, it's implied that they're quite young. Um, And I feel like his inexperience and his youth um, really play into this hard decision that they're trying to make. And none of it is very simple, whether to say uh, he's a good person or he's a bad person. Um, Like he thinks about what really uh, like shocked me was when he brought up the fact of whether he loved Sherry or not. I thought that was a bigger indicator of um, what kind of person he was, because he wasn't even sure, like, dude, what is love? And I, I was like, oh crap, <laughs> man, you're you're a little too deep in this to uh, to be asking those questions now. And yeah, you're you're completely right, and I do believe um, it's directly stated that Sherry is 20, and oh. she's about a year older than him, which would make him 19, and they both attend a college. So you're you're completely right. You know, they are inexperienced, obviously. Uh, this is not something that they've dealt with before. Uh, 
I feel though it, it's common for people to not know what to do in situations like that. And I, I don't think that it, if they were to know exactly what to do, I feel like this would be a completely different story with a completely different air, you know, but the way that it's written and the way that we're given the mixed feelings and we're shown how complicated it is, not just to us, but to them. I, I feel like that speaks volumes, you know, young people, we're young, you know, a, a bunch of people in this world are young and could be dealing with situations like this and rounding back to the selflessness thing to be a good person is it okay to think about yourself sometimes uh definitely um i don't know if you've heard like the the saying like you can't pour from an, an empty cup um i think you have to be able to spend time with yourself and to know yourself and be self-aware uh but not be self-absorbed like you need to know um, a lot of the times I have to step back from situations in social settings um, because like I feel a certain type of way. Like if I'm like jealous of someone, I have to step back and I'm like, why am I feeling this? And I'm not sure that jealousy makes me a bad person. Um, and I think it's a good thing to, to know why I feel that way so that I don't um, act on that jealousy. And I feel like that is a good thing to do. So I feel like that's kind of what Lane is doing. Like he's really thinking deeply about all of these things because he doesn't want to hurt Sherry. It's like so it's like so clear that he does not want to hurt her anymore than she's already hurting. And that's that's pretty much why I asked, because I mean, on, on the spot, when I asked that question, I, I, I had like a mini revelation because the way I read it was at first Lane was thinking what is best for him, what's going to be easier for him. And I feel like as this, this little scene at the park where he's thinking, she's thinking they're by each other and he thinks more about her and it kind of takes over his mind and his intentions. And, and I agree with you. I, I think he does start to think more about her side of it. Yeah. Um, so I also, I also looked up, uh, what objective morality was, um, and it is right. It is the, the concept that right and wrong exists, exist factually without any importance of opinion. Um, what do you think about that? Wow. That's, a uh, that's, that's a deep one. Um, Right and wrong existing factually is something I can understand the concept of, but I wouldn't necessarily agree with, you know, okay. um, despite opinion, there are some things I feel like most, if not all people would agree on is right or wrong. You know, there's like, it's wrong to leave your child in a hot car alone with the doors locked. Mm -hmm. That's something that most, if not all people would agree on, but some people might say, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like it, it's in the name objective morality. Uh, I, I think it, it just depends on what a person 
personally thinks, you know, what, what's in their heart, what's in their mind, uh, what are their objectives? You know, if this is what they want to accomplish, if this is what they see above all, then the things that they may see as right or wrong may be different from what you or I think. So uh, mm-hmm. objective morality, factual, right and wrong. I understand the concept and I can and I can definitely agree with it. But on a on a personal note, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily believe in it. Okay. I'd, I'd love to hear what you think about this, you know? Um, I agree with you. I feel like saying, like, it's so weird um, because I was raised Christian. So there's like a lot of different like morals that you just grow, grow up with. Like, yeah, that's, that's why that is. But as I grew up and I like had friends that were not Christian, were of different faiths or they're atheist. And like, hey, like they also have the same morals I do. It's just so funny how like we have, most people have this baseline, like, yeah, you don't murder people, you don't steal, like that's wrong. But like, why is it wrong? <laughs> and I think it's like at the at the base of it, it's like what we usually say is wrong is because it's not productive for people. Like you don't leave your child in the hot car because like, they die (laughs) like you know it's just it's funny what we base our morality around and it's a good thing but it's just strange how we come to this conclusion even across different walks of life I I really like how you you brought in that narrative about growing up Christian but also having friends who who don't see the same as you do they don't have the same thought as a Christian might have of hey the right thing is God is real and he's above all. Some people don't see it that way. <clears throat> Excuse me. Some people see it as wrong to worship a deity or to worship a certain deity. I personally, I was raised Christian, uh, Southern Baptist, but I have been through things in life, various scenarios, various low points and high points. And I have my own individual interpretation and belief as to religion, uh, the Bible, God, all of that. So I, I definitely agree with you. I, I think it's okay for different people to see something as right, something as wrong. And I really like how you, uh, you brought up what is wrong. Like, why is this wrong? You know, mm-hmm. what do you think outside outside of the obvious bad for a person what do you think the difference between something or someone being right versus something or someone being wrong where's the big slug to it like what makes it so much different um i feel like wrong is just it's malintent It's like wishing the worst for people, not caring like what becomes of them, regardless of what you can do about it. Um, So like if Lane, what would make Lane someone that I wouldn't want to root for um, would definitely be if he was like, if he didn't care what Sherry thought, if he was like just out for his own skin, if he like dropped her. Um, 
I feel like wrong is just, it's the opposite of good. Um, it's just very selfish and it doesn't, it doesn't have any goodwill towards others. What about you? That's a fantastic way to put it. Um, difference between right and wrong is most definitely has to do with malintent, selfishness, selflessness. Uh, there's, there's so many different aspects of our lives that goes into our minds as what we interpret as what is right and what is wrong. If somebody views something as wrong and I view it as right, is it wrong of me to not agree with them? You know, there's a bunch of different, I don't wish any malintent on someone who disagrees with me. Like, I don't, I don't wish for them to have a bad life and I don't hate them. But I also see what I say or think as above that. And that would be wrong of me, you know? So mm -hmm. I, I feel like no matter how hard people try or how different right and wrong may be to people i think it exists right between wrong there are things that are right and there are things that are wrong but i think it's a very loose concept you know i agree with and you i i want to especially point to where lane says but what if that too was a hollow promise from a hypocrite who repented only after would being, I mean, he's obviously talking about feeling bad about a scenario after it's over. Mm -hmm. Would that, would, would somebody being sorry for something happening make them a good person, even if in the moment they didn't feel bad about it? That's a tricky question. And I feel like this is just my opinion on it. Um, like say that somebody gets on your nerves for doing something to you, um, if they like spread rumors about you and you like think about how you're going to exact your revenge on them. And so you're caught up in your own emotions about how they've made you look. And so you retaliate and then later on you make up. I'm not so sure that would make someone a bad person per se, but I think that is a like a bad decision that they made, a bad thing that they did. Um, because he says like, he's a hypocrite for not feeling sorry about it in the moment, but then afterwards, I think that is, I think that is bad. Um, that is something that isn't, isn't very good of him that he did. Um, but this revelation that he has of, um, there's a quote that he says, blind but groping. Um, he's, he's blind in his, in his passions, but he's now trying to be better um, and to have simple courage. Um, and I think that is a good thing that shows growth. But if a person continues to choose these bad decisions, and has no remorse about it, I feel like that is bad. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. And I feel like if we were to take this story, and it, it's so easy to get immersed into countless stories and countless scenarios. And I found it very easy to 
find myself lost in the moment while reading good people. You know, I, I could feel myself feeling what Lane feels or what Sherry thinks, and I could feel myself in that moment. But I feel like if we were to step back, you know, zoom out and look at it from a whole, and like you said, blind but groping, that comes from Lane thinking, is this how Jesus sees us? And that has to do with Lane thinks that Jesus and God are are the right, you know, whatever they see or or they want to see is what's right. And he's viewing himself as, as blind and groping as is this how Jesus sees me? And like you said, after the fact, thinking back on it, if feeling bad about it, I don't think that's necessarily good. And I think he's only really thinking about this. It, it begs the question, is he only really thinking about this because of the of his religion, because of his beliefs? Does he only feel bad because of what he believes in? Or does he feel bad because that is how he feels and he really cares for her? I mean, what, what do you think? Um, I think that's a good point. And honestly, I'm not so sure because he, it's like he's warring. Um, it actually says in here that there are two great armies within him. Um, he's warring between what he wants, um, what he wants to do and what he knows he should do by the standards of his religion and, um, his family and Sherry's family. Um, I feel like if it weren't such a big deal outside of him, that he probably wouldn't care so much. But does that make him bad? I I don't know. That's that's really a toss up. That's that's a tough one for me to answer. Uh, I I I wouldn't. Well, I can't even say I I wouldn't see it as bad. Uh, it's just something that when I when I look at it from his point of view, I wouldn't be in that scenario. I wouldn't want to be in that scenario. I would take steps to make sure that I'm not in that scenario. Mm -hmm. But it, does that make me a, a better person because I would have had gone about it differently? I don't necessarily think so. Does it make him a bad person for warring in himself and fighting between what he thinks is best for her and just what he thinks is best in general, it, it can be seen as bad. I mm -hmm. I think it's all down, it, it all boils down to eventually what does end up happening, you know? And does he, in that moment, decide to to go with what is best for her no matter how it makes him feel? And I don't think we ever do get a, a straight up answer. I, I think this, the ending of the story is very open to interpretation as to what happens next. I think I, I mostly agree with you. Um, this story does end very open. We don't really get to see exactly what happens, what he says to her, what she says to him. But I feel like like the first um, the first good chunk of the story is just Lane going back and forth with himself. But then there's a shift where he like has his big revelation and he sees himself as God sees him. Um, and he's asking himself like, am I good? What is love? 
blah, 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 blah. But then he, um, it says, what if he was just afraid if the truth was more that was no more than this? And if what to pray for was not even love, but simple courage to meet both her eyes as she says it and to trust his heart. So I think this shows that he is going to be there. Like he is going to support whatever happens and that he's trying. And I feel like that is good of him. You know, the question of is he a good person or not, it's very open to interpretation, very subjective. But I, I, I can definitely double down on the premise that he is making or he he has good intentions you know and it seems as though he's going to do the the good thing in my opinion the right thing you know it it's all it's all subjective i think Mm -hmm. that the right thing to do is him be there for her and do what's best for her and i i believe that he sees that as the right thing to do as well and even though this this story is very open i think you're right I think he is going to be there for her and coming to the end of the story with, with that revelation, him understanding that he wants to be there for her. Do you think that he's turned into a good person now? That's, that's the the hard thing because like, does somebody just switch between bad person and good person within the span of five minutes? I don't think so. I think I really honestly think asking the question like, am I a good person? Or like, can I be good? Well, can you be bad? Can you be in the middle? Is there any middle? I don't think so. I think we're just, we're just human and we do things and think things. I don't think that you can be considered good or bad. But that's just the only words we really have to portray whether someone is uh, approved of or desired, you know? And if if you have to think about it that way, if you have to ask yourself, am I a good person or can I be a good person? And in, in your opinion, what would you think of yourself if you ever find yourself asking those questions? If you ever have to think back on what you're doing, thinking or saying, and ask yourself if you're a good person, how does that make you feel? Um, it depends on the situation. I think uh, if, you know, if I like did some terrible things and I looked back on it and I was like, man, am I a good person? I think that definitely, uh, that says a couple things that says that maybe what I did was not good. It was a bad thing I did, but I think being aware, being aware of and wanting to progress is what kind of makes people more like more good, I guess you could say. Um, I'm just, I'm really hung up on the fact that people need to be aware of what they're doing and they need to want to have that, like to do better, you know? if what they've done isn't very good. Yeah, I, I feel that. I, uh, and I'm, I'm going to be honest. I've, I've been asking questions and expecting like there's there's something that we won't agree on, but I, I agree with you on that, you know? <laughs> it, with all, when it's all in hindsight and you, and you got to think 
if you really have to ask yourself if you're a, still a good person or if you are a good person because if you did that, was it the right decision to make? Was it a good decision to make? Um, I think it applies differently to different scenarios. You know, like if I sit there and think, man, was stealing that candy from a baby, uh, am I still a good person? Um, obviously, no. You know, that, that was a bad thing to do. But if sitting there thinking was saving that person from killing themselves a good decision that I've, I, it, it could go either way. Like, yeah, maybe saving this person was a good decision. And if, if I have to sit there and ask myself if I'm still a good person, I don't think it necessarily always means the decision you made was bad, you know? And I don't, I don't believe that that's what you think either. I'm, I'm just bringing this up. Like, you know, sometimes when we think back, it's it's a question that we ask ourselves to make sure that we're still on the right track. And I, I think what you said about everybody being aware is very well. Like that that is something that needs to be happening. People have to be aware of the things they say or do and the decisions they make. It mm-hmm. it doesn't just affect one person. And that's what being a good person is, in my opinion. Uh, coming back to what we said at the very beginning, selflessness, you know, with every decision you make, every word you say, is there a thought of what other people are going to feel or how other people are going to react, you know? And if that's what makes somebody a good person, then we we need more of it. I, I don't think it's something we see a lot in the world. I don't think a lot of people are going around saying or doing things with the thought of how does this affect anyone else or how is anyone else going to react? I agree. Yeah. Um, things <laughs> I don't like to make huge blanket statements about like generations. Cause I feel like that um, isn't very uh, forward looking, but I think there is definitely quite a bit of like entitlement like I'm going to do what I'm going to do. It's about me, like that kind of stuff. And I, I think that definitely um, maybe isn't the most proactive, proactive way to, to go about life. But um, I would agree with you. Would, would you say it's unhealthy for people to feel entitled to something? Um, in most cases, yes. Uh, now, if you've worked for something and you've earned earned something, then sure, I, f- I feel like you uh, you earn that entitlement. I think entitlement is a, a negatively connotated word, um, but you've earned your place. Now, for people who just you know think that people owe them stuff just for existing, I think that's a different case. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you there. Entitlement is it's it sounds very negative negative and in most cases when we hear the word entitlement it's in a negative connotation you know people (laughs) most times believing that they deserve more than they've earned you know and and that's usually how we hear the word entitlement but the way you said it in most cases it's unhealthy to have i think but when when you said how some people earn something 
then yes, I think that's when entitlement is okay to have. It's as a matter of fact, when you earn something, I think it's extremely better if you have an air of entitlement about it because it's never okay for you to earn something and then somebody try to take it away from you and you're just like, oh, okay, because you don't feel entitled to it. You know, if, mm-hmm. if you work for something or if, if you set values and ideals and work to accomplish those and you do, then I think it's okay to own it, you know? I agree. Yeah, I don't think that's a prideful thing that I, I think that's just, you know, like I, I know, I know my worth <laughs> type of thing. But yeah. So. Is, uh, is there anything else that you'd uh, like to talk about? Honestly, I, I feel like we've, we've covered it. We, um, we didn't really answer exactly uh, what a good person is, but I think that's, um, I think that's appropriate because I'm not so sure that there is really one standard by which we could uh, say that. So yeah, do you I, have anything I else? Complete, I completely agree. Um, and uh, especially to anybody listening to this at any moment, I think it's okay to understand that although there may be a definition for the word good, uh, although objective morality may exist, what you believe is right and wrong and what you believe is good or wrong or, or bad, it's, it's up to you, essentially, because I can't decide if you're a good person or not. You can't decide if I am. It's, it's, it's okay for us all to have good intentions. We won't always have good intentions. We're just human. But, and if, if you're listening to, to this, I, I really want you to hear me say this and Kalia, you too, but it's okay to not be good. It, it happens. It is how life goes. We can't always strive to be perfect. Perfect does not exist for humans. Adam and Eve, Eve took a bite of the apple. Humans are not perfect. We have our own free will, the decisions to do what we want to do, and it won't always be the right or good decision. That's okay. I think as long as we have good intents and I care about you and look out for you, then that's fine by me. If I'm doing what I feel is best for everyone and and brings out the absolute best outcome that's fine it's well enough we can all be good people on our own terms i think you just spat some truth right there i think that was really good um well thank you so much for this conversation i felt like it was uh definitely good by my standards how about you (laughs) i i feel like we had a fantastic conversation uh I, i feel like we we covered a a good deal. You know, I I think we talked about stuff that has to be heard. Mm -hmm. I I loved most of the stuff you, all of the stuff you said, I loved, you know, this was a wonderful conversation. One of the most productive and engaging conversations that I've had in years, most (laughs) probably all of my life. This, this was stuff that I feel needs to be talked about, especially right Mm -hmm. now. Like you said, with the whole generational thing, with our generation, I feel like this is something that isn't thought about and it needs to be said. 
and I'm glad that I was able to say it and speak on it, elaborate it with you. This was a wonderful conversation. Thank you for your time. And I'm happy that I was here to have that conversation with you. Me too. Thank you.